listening to Wander and Rome. been meaning to check in with you and be sure. Do you feel I listen to you when you feel small and forgotten? Oh, yes. Um, I mean, I'm always small, so that hasn't changed. But you're a great listener. I, I feel like you're always there standing next to me when I need to get something off of my chest. And I certainly talk towards you, but sometimes, after a particularly long story... I might hear faint snores coming from you. Oh, um, pardon. Could you repeat that last bit again? Mm, thank you. That's that's good. Our friends descend down the Cloudreach Mountains and take to a road headed towards the coast. As night falls, they see a covered wagon on the road ahead, silhouetted by a large campfire. Laughter, the music of a guitar, and the scent of hot stew washes over them as they approach. Welcome to the roadside caravan. Oh, something smells so good. We've been walking forever and I'm so hungry. I could use a few moments to sit down. Say now, Raindrop, mm. why don't you come sit down for a minute on a Cracker Jack's back? Perhaps help your feet. Oh, thank you so much. Raindrop scurries up Cracker Jack. And as the group is continuing to walk forward, she looks up and she sees the covered wagon and a bunch of folk gathered around this large campfire. Guys, I, I think we found the source of the, the wonderful smell. Maybe they'll uh, let us sit next to them for a bit? Oh, uh, sure. You want, you want me to go uh, make some pleasantries, see if we can uh, get a bit of that grub? Ooh. That's a good idea. Uh, hopefully they're willing to share. Squeakers walks towards the covered wagon. And he sees the most stately looking of the bunch. And it's a tall, lanky cat wearing overalls with the cuffs rolled up, but looking more distinguished than the rest of the bunch. And he says, oh, uh, uh, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not a problem. Squeakers walked a little closer, and this cat is a lot taller than him. Uh, so, we were just uh, a couple of humble travelers, and we smelled that uh, delectable aroma. And we was wondering if we could uh, join y'all for, for an evening meal. Mmm, delectable meal, yes. Oh, come on in. And Squeakers uh, waves to the rest of the group to come on over. Oh, you've brought friends. Come on, all are welcome at the party. We've got plenty to go around. As our friends approach the fire, they see that sitting around it are an assortment of squirrels, dogs, sheep, and cats, all slurping soup and, and listening to an old hound dog play the guitar. And this is the day that the hound dog made his double. Hey, that old standard. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this many times, but never quite this arrangement. Raindrop slides down the back of Cracker Jack and immediately runs over to the big fire where she sees a large fluffy sheep standing above a big pot of stew 
of a long wooden stick, mixing. Now I got two varieties of stew for you. I got this stew here. Smells mighty good. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have this one over here. It's about ten times spicier and only for the bravest of heart. I'm pretty brave. Give me the spice. No, no raindrop, no. I can take it. <laughs> and he takes a tiny little spoon full of the spicy one and he says, you'd best try this first and make sure it's not going to burn you too bad. Without any hesitation, Raindrop takes a bite of that spoon and immediately her eyes start watering and her face turns bright red. It's fine. It's my favorite kind of spice. Hooey, you're one tough duckling. <laughs> a squirrel walks up behind Raindrop and takes a ladle of the stew and takes one sip and his head bursts into flames. <laughs> What did you season this with? Well, uh, we got some onion, we got some garlic, okay, you got your right. jalapeno, uh -huh. you got your okay. uh, cilantro, and uh -huh. then of course you got your bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce pepper. E excuse me? Could you say that one more time? <laughs> yes, sir. The bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce peppers. <laughs> the bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce peppers. I'm sorry, I heard someone over here talking about the bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce peppers. Oh no, I just ate the bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce pepper. I'm gonna die. The bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce peppers. The bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, devil's lettuce peppers. The very die. same. Oh, this is a dangerous night. You know, I'm so well known for this stew. Old Hound Dog over there wrote a song about it. It's the... Bearded Dragon, Iron Maiden, Devil, Lettuce, Peppers, uh, Bearded Dragon, Iron Maiden, Devil, Lettuce, Peppers, uh, Iron Maiden, Devil, Lettuce, Devil, Lettuce, Peppers, and I forgot the name of it. Some voice that gentleman has. Oh, it's so catchy. You're gonna want to chase that with some milk. Do you have any milk on you? Um, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sounds to me like we got a little quest here. We, we need to get this little lady some milk before her head catches fire like that there squirrel. Raindrop is going to go scramble up to the cat. Excuse me, sir. Do you yes. have any beverage that I might partake to make my head not go on fire? Oh, well, we've got hot water. That probably isn't what you're looking for. No. We've got small beer. You seem a bit young for that. What we're really looking at for you, you're going to want maybe a soft mead. Mm, anything sounds great in this moment. We're very short on honey. This mead is precious to us. Oh, is um, there something I can give in exchange? We shall see. Here, take it. We give it freely. Oh. <laughs> and Raindrop will just bottoms up and chug. <laughs> very good. Makes me a little nervous, but... Oh, don't worry about me. I have what's been diagnosed as sinister voice. <laughs> I was going to say that Cat seems very fey-esque. I assure you, I'm most personable. Also, why, why has he just been staring at me this entire time? <laughs> Raindrop was the one asking the question. He's kind of staring daggers into you. I think he's very nice. He gave me this. You heard the duck. I'm very nice, meow. 
cool. Squeaker turns around and walks into the camp a little bit, thinking that he might be able to make friends with some of the folk that have gathered around the fire. You see a lot of different kinds of people. It looks like every kind of person's here, whether they're young, old, rich, poor. It seems like a regular uh, roadside stop. There's a pair of squirrels sitting around an old tree stump, and they're playing cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one's an ace. Um, and I, I think, uh, we, how, how many of these do we have? Uh, three, three, four, four, five, seven? There's definitely seven. Seven? Seven, seven yeah, the, seven. The I think so. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shuffle it again. Okay, uh, okay I'm going to deal you. Deal you. Oh, uh, there's only really enough for two people to play. Unless, unless you got some cash. Unless you have some cash. Then you have can, some cash? Then we get the third. I have one, two. I have two nickels. <gasps> Yeah, that, yeah, actually, that's, that's actually enough to uh, play in this game. That's you like wanna, the best fight, yeah. Now, perfect. this seems like a perfectly honest deal. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Um, uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and just deal deal you in. Oh, okay, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Seven. Well, okay. I, I appreciate it. And now, just put your nickels in the middle. The way this game is played is you got to get the aces. got to get uh, seven aces. Seven aces, yes. And if you get seven aces, you win. And if you don't, you lose. So, uh, ready, set. I don't have seven aces. Oh, darn, I don't have seven aces either. What about you? Well, I don't think that you gentlemen are going to like this too much. <gasps> oh, no. No. Got seven aces. <gasps> what are the odds to mean just to stumble up among you and walk away with all of your nickels, but... Hey, you, know, you know what? I, 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 have, I have one more thought. Because that game was really fun. That game was really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was just wondering, uh, do, you, do you perhaps want to do maybe a, a double or nothing? Double or nothing, double or yeah. nothing. Yeah. So you take those nickels. So we need 14 aces in that case. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You just have to play the game again. And this time, uh, if, if you win again, which, I mean, you're, you seem to have really good luck. I will, really yeah. Good luck. Just I, I think that then you would walk away with instead of instead of the six nickels you have now, you walk away with twelve Ooh, nickels. 12 well, nickels. money means nothing to me. Let's do it. Okay. Seven. Okay. Uh, everybody, look at your look at your hands. Um, Hamish, why don't you go first? Well, that's eight aces. Oh, but that's not seven aces, not seven. unfortunately. What about oh. you? Oh, I got two. Oh no, I. I got the seven aces. Oh. Uh, I guess the 12 nickels are mine. Well, I gotta give Sorry. it up. Sorry. That, okay, well, the game's over. Yep, that's it. Okay, bye. bye. And then oh. the squirrels run off into the dark. Oh, over there, over there. It's my bees. Come here. And, and Hamish uh, motions to the bees to come over. And Hamish and his bees sidle up to the campfire, and he taps his old hound dog on the shoulder. Yeah! <laughs> How can I help you tonight? Uh, pardon me, my good friend. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my bees was wondering if one he might. One of your bees. One of my bees was wondering if he might have a turn. Mm, playing or singing? Uh, why both? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for this bee. Hamish takes the guitar and plugs it into one of his bees, who hums like an amplifier, and then he hands the guitar to a second bee who sings this song. When the fireflies sleep and the rivers run deep and grass grows as high as the mighty air 
never been so proud of you, that particular bee. I am amazed that he can double as an amplifier. Well, my, my bees have all kinds of gifts. You just have to get to know them. I definitely believe that. Oh, you Aww. stop that. So beautiful. B-E-A-utiful. You know how many times I have heard each one of these in all my years living with 100 bees? Do you keep count? No. Probably saves you a lot of time. I would be infuriated <laughs> if I kept count. <laughs> Hamish, let me ask you a question. Shoot. You ever, uh, you ever think about taking these bees on the road? The bees are on the road practically every day. That's a really good point. Shame we don't have enough nickels to show for it. Are you insinuating we go for some sort of a shady business deal? I wouldn't say shady, but I would say that with talent like that, I think these bees could go all the way. What, is the, your goal is to monetize my bees? It's not really monetization. It's more, uh, we go out together and we make a lot of money. I think that is monetization. Now, don't use big words with me in your $3 words. Squeakers, I need to take a few minutes away from your presence. <laughs> Understood. And Squeakers wanders away from the fire. <laughs> now don't wander off. Wander in Rome will be right back. people to know Danny. You're Danny. Who am I? Summer. I'm Summer. We are bisexually lit. This is a podcast about movies and life and everything in between. Two best friends who are loud and queer and love to talk about movies on and off mic and we'd like to take you along for the ride. Why did we name our podcast <laughs> Bisexually Lit? Well, like, you know, A, we're bisexual. Extremely. B, we're, we're getting lit. We're giving literary and thematic readings to the movies we love. Yeah. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We drop a new ep episode every other Monday, bi-weekly, if you will. Oh, I will. Have you ever seen something you couldn't explain? Have you ever felt like something was watching you, even when you were alone? Have your dreams ever started bleeding into the reality around you? Starting March 8th, join us bi-weekly as we travel around the contiguous United States sharing strange stories and discovering mysteries hidden within the vastness of America. Listen to Lower 48 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The cat takes a few steps backward and starts to fade away into the covered wagon, looking around him shiftily as he goes. It's at this time that Raindrop, sitting down at the fire, uh, feeling better now that her tongue is not on fire, suddenly has a strange sensation in her tum-tum. And as she shifts around, tries to get comfortable, she starts burping bubbles. Uh, Raindrop, can you normally do that? No, this is this is a new feeling. 
a bubble floats towards the fire, and as it gets close to the fire, the flames touch it, and the bubble explodes with a small pop. Well, that was neat. Oh, that's so cool! What have you consumed? That's what you get for eating the bearded dragon iron maiden devil's lettuce pepper soup. I'm sorry, the bearded dragon iron maiden devil's lettuce pepper? Wait a minute. Soup? Wait a minute, wait a minute. And one of the squirrels pops back out and says, No, wait a minute. Are you saying that this young lady ate the the bearded dragon iron maiden devil's lettuce peppers? Yes, indeed. I, I did eat the bearded dragon iron maiden devil's lettuce pepper. The bearded dragon, Iron Maiden, Devil's Lettuce Peppers. Wait! Uh, and the cat bursts out of the covered wagon. Don't you blame those peppers. You see, this young woman, yes? Yes. This young woman sampled some of my wares. <gasps> I thought it was a soft mead, but in fact, it was a magic ale. <gasps> I got my vials mixed up. Oh, no. Wow, that is one heck of a mix-up. Oh, you're telling me. I went in and I tried to drink a small beer, but what happened? But I grew a fourth arm. <gasps> it's there... gone now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a delightful experience, so I'm not mad about it at all. Anyway, the effects that you've experienced have seemed to be quite uh, innocuous. But who knows who else drank that magic ale? It could be quite dangerous. What effects have you seen before? Really just the bubbles. I've never had this mistake. Squeakers finally comes back up to the fire and he's like, y'all, I think that there's <gasps> and a bubble comes up he's like, and pops. And he's like, I think that there's something wrong with his water. He's got the bubble burps too. Oh, but you drank water and you drank soft mead. Oh no, it could be all of them. <laughs> and a bubble pops out of the cat's nose. Squeakers turns to the group and says, well, that just seems like a mix up of monumental proportions. Us learning that in fact, every liquid in this camp seems to be made out of this magic ale. I'm gonna go find some more. <laughs> well, it's in the wagon. To the wagon! To the wagon! <laughs> Y'all, I've been seeing pink elephants all over the place. Oh, that's just Charlie. <laughs> Hello! How you doing, Charlie? Oh, you know, doing pretty good. It's good to have you back at the camp. Oh, this camp's great. I love Charlie. He's wonderful. So where is this caravan heading? This is a stationary caravan. You see, they started out going somewhere, but people just stopped and found that the time was going by faster, and they quite liked this spot. So now people come and go, but the carts, they stay in one place. Have you considered maybe building a hotel or something more permanent than tents? Oh, well, obviously it's been pitched to us, but I kind of like the down-home charm of a few wagons round a fire. The cabins and hotels have been pitched to you, but then you prefer pitched tents. Absolutely, you see. Anyway, stick around. We do have a few actors in our numbers right now. Who knows, but they might come out and put on a show. Are you telling me you're not among the actors? Oh, go on. You flatter me. <laughs> The squirrels jump up on a stage and say, 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, uh, thank hello, you all hello, for hello. Uh, coming. Uh, you all came here specifically to see us. Yep, I know for that. The stars, for the stars. Good. Um, my, my name is uh, Flimblewack, and this is my sister. Whackflim. Yep. And uh, we're going to put on a show for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can we get uh, a volunteer from the audience? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, 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 Doing that, but are you asking me for a suggestion? No, 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 no. I'm, we're, we're asking the audience abroad. What kind of a suggestion are you looking for? I don't know what kind of thing they're asking about. I ain't never been to a show like this before. Plumbers! Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, plum, plum, plumbers, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to sing a song about. Um, what's your name again, sir? Hamish. Hey, Hamish. Hey, 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 that's a beautiful name. That's a beautiful name. Is it uh, European? Is it uh, Alaskan? What, 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 where did Hamish come from? My parents found it in wow. an old rotten book. Oh, wow. That's, nice. that's incredible. That's yeah, we love yeah. that. We love that so much. Okay, well, here's a song about Hamish being a plumber. Plumber. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Hamish is a plumber. A plumber. He is not a bummer. Not a bummer. When he goes to the store at night, he sees three things like a gummer, a dumber, and a bummer. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> We're just getting started. Oh, We're just getting started. <laughs> oh, improv shows. <laughs> A couple of very enthusiastic audience members start chanting, Flimmer whack, flimmer whack, flimmer whack. <laughs> and the more audience members start chanting, Whack flim, whack flim, whack flim. Flimmer whack, flimmer whack, whack flim, whack flim, flimmer whack. The chanting grows. You can see the tensions within the audience are growing higher and higher. We have never seen tensions this intense at an improv show before. Oh no, I was hoping that these old wounds would not reopen. Limmer whack, limmer whack. Whack, flim, whack, flim. Oh, wait, I think it, they're, yeah, I, I think it's me. I, I think I, I, the spotlight's over here. Okay, over my here. sister okay. deserves all the applause. Oh, hey. No, it's over there. <laughs> and a fight breaks out <laughs> in the middle of the audience. Fur flies through the air as these creatures pile on each other and then are thrown back. Before things get too rowdy, Raindrop also rushes on stage, and she's got a big old jug of liquid that she's been drinking out of at... She's trying to calm the crowd, but all these bubbles just pour forth from her mouth and mix them on the stage, and there's a resounding... Oh, the audience members hush as the new performance really captivates their attention. Hamish scrambles back onto the stage, and he says, All right, ladies, gents, and folks all over, who wants to see how much this duck can drink? And Charlie from the back goes... (laughs) I do. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. All right, well, better start drinking. Someone from the crowd passed along this straw. The craziest straw anyone has ever seen. So many twirls and twists. The straw says, Limmerwack. Raindrop takes the straw, puts it in the drug, and then she starts a jogging. She drinks. Jug. She drinks. Jug. Chug, she drinks. Chug, 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 ch
the cat puts a paw to his little mouth. He says, my word, I've never seen such a chug. As Raindrop finishes off the jug, she begins to float up into the air and is picked up by the wind and drifted down the road. Squeakers immediately jumps into action. He leaps on the back of Cracker Jack. He says, don't worry, Raindrop, I'm coming. He grabs his lasso from the saddlebag and gallops on the back of Cracker Jack. He ties a quick loop. He swings it around his head and he launches the rope towards the floating raindrop. The rope ties around Raindrop's middle and she's pulled back with a yoink. But all that pressure is just too much for Raindrop's little tum-tum. And she releases a mighty burp and begins to deflate like a balloon, swinging wildly in the air. <laughs> Squeakers throws the rope under his leg to try to use his weight to hold steady, but the pressure is just too much and he ends up flying up in the air with Raindrop. All right, B's 47 through 67. Form trampoline mode. That contingent of bees flies up to a space about 30 feet below where our friends are floating through the air, and they flick out a little flashing word on their wings that says, Drop. Safe. Drop. Safe. Squeakers! Whoa! Oh, I, I, I got you! I got you, Raindrop! Okay, let's, let's land there! But the question is, who's got me? Oh, I got you! <laughs> the two of them, with great effort, forced themselves into the bees, and they collide with the bees with a mighty... Clunk. The trampoline of bees shoots them back up into the air, before gently landing back down again in a series of small bumps. Well done, my brothers. Oh, bees, yet again, you have proven yourself worthy allies. Thank you so much. Thank you, bees. Uh, thank you, bees. I appreciate your presence, meow. Squeakers turns to Raindrop so that no one else can hear and says, that cat is rather off-putting, don't you think? It's a little ominous. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't think he's evil. No, no, it's just a little, just it's just a little off. Bit. Oh, yeah. and I don't think I've formally made your acquaintance, the cat says to Squeakers and extends a single claw and runs it across his shoulders. I am mighty uncomfortable right now, mostly because he didn't ask me whether or not he could touch me. Oh, I apologize. May I? Well, of course. The answer is yes. Hmm. <laughs> thank you. Now, my name is Squeakers Anassis. What's your name? My name is... Why, I've forgotten my name. Whoa. Oh, here it is written in my wallet. It says Napoleon. <laughs> now, ain't that a thing? Wow, that's a really popular name I'm finding out. Yeah, Hamish, uh... <laughs> Yeah, what do you want? I was just about to drink this large cup of small beer. I got a question. The name Napoleon, where, where'd you come up with that one? Well, I found it in a small rotten book. Next to you, are you related to this cat? Maybe my marriage. Uh, who's your uncle? Oh, well, my uncle, his, his name was uh, Hamish Cat. Well, my name is Hamish Hogg. I think we have much to discuss, my good friend. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, we do, meow. <laughs> <laughs> and Hamish and the cat join hands and they walk off into the night. Wow. 
Well, I guess we're staying here for the evening. Y'all want to help me uh, put our tent up? Let's get the tent up. And alongside all the other tents of the camp, Aldern and Squeakers and Raindrop and 100 bees set up their tent. At night, Raindrop has many pleasant dreams of exploding bubbles and pink elephants and sleeps peacefully through the night. The next morning, the group awakens. They all meet up and they tear down their tent and they say goodbye to all the new friends that they've made as they travel on along their journey yet again. Farewell, Hamish. Farewell, Raindrop. Farewell, Alden. And what was your name, Squeakers? Oh, very nice to meet you. Bye, Napoleon. Bye, Napoleon. Goodbye. And goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye. Charlie stands up to his full height and waves goodbye, and they can see him shrinking in the distance as they walk further and further back to their home, the road. Next week on Wander and Rome. A brisk breeze blows in from the south, chilling our friends to their bones. In the distance, standing against the light of the setting sun, is a tall castle. The base is surrounded by a mile of thick, heavy fog, and high on the parapets, something seems to distort the stars above, and there is no noise or signs of life. Welcome to Fog Creep Castle. Music for Wander and Rome is written and performed by Gary Argyle. Wander and Rome is produced by Winterhawk Podcasts and Gary Argyle. For more great shows, visit winterhawkpodcasting.com.